This is Santia Deck, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. But I do a lot I'ma make a toast Cause we still alive No big I feel like Pac I shoot a shot I'm coming in Hey how y'all doing This is Rick Smith with MTNV Sports I'm excited to be talking to you all today. It is a glorious, glorious Saturday, and I can't wait to hop into what we're going to talk about this Saturday. We have a lot on deck for you today, and I say that t- kind of tongue-in-cheek because we will be, I'll be giving you an interview with the first female running back to be giving a multi-million dollar contract to play football for the WFLA, which is the Women's Football League Association that will be coming soon. Her name is Santia Deck and I'm telling you right now people call her people who know her people who watch her people have seen her play man they call her the female Barry Sanders because her moves are that thick we got a chance to speak to her um and actually it was live so we had a chance to videotape it everything so you'll be able um if you like what you hear you'll be able to see the video when it's time um to see her just kind of talking and going through the emotions of it all because it was a very emotional interview she was fresh off of her contract it was actually her first interview after signing that big deal. So I can't wait um, to share that with you all, talk to you all about it. It is a good interview, and I'm super geeked to share it with you. You'll also be hearing from the crew. The MTMV crew will be talking to you today as well. You'll hear that. It's our huddle up, and you can catch the video for that too on our YouTube channel. Just go to MTMV Sports. Look at our, look for our YouTube channel, and you can, find, you can find a bunch of stuff there, man. We do a lot of stuff, our media reactions to things things like the um, Kobe Covington situation, which we'll talk about in our huddle up. He talked a lot of big stuff, man, about MAGA and about, you know, all that kind of stuff. He was coming at the black race. He was coming at everybody with all type of races, countries, everything. He was coming at everybody. And then he got bloodied. His mouth got lit up and I was so geeked to see it. I mean, look, don't judge me. I don't mind the Bible coming true, right? You read what you sow. You talk trash, you get your mouth bloodied and that's cool. It kind of happens sometimes. It's fine. It's the MMA. It's real. And that's what happened. And I was geeked about it. I ain't gonna lie to you. All right. Anyway, so you'll hear us talk about that as well in the MTMV Huddle Up. And then on top of that, you'll get all our updates. We'll have updates from the MMA outside of what happened with Kobe Covington and also from the NFL as well. So I can't wait to get into that with you. I'm gonna give us a break. And then right after this break, we'll come back and we'll talk about But I promised last week that I would talk to you all about what's going on with the AFC, just like I did with the NFL. And so we won't break it down division by division because we don't have to. Now we kind of have a clearer picture of what's going to happen. We're only a few weeks away from the start of the of the playoffs, right? There's only a few more games left. There's actually, only two more games left um, to be played by every team. So because of that, we're going to talk really clearly about what's going on with the AFC and the playoff picture. Dear Lord. I don't want much for Christmas. I just don't want to shop anymore. That's pretty much it. 
Man, the mall's so poppin'. Yo. Man, she won't stop shopping. Nah. Man, she won't stop stopping. It's five in the morning, I can't stop yawning. Why do we keep on walking? Why? Why do we keep on talking? Why? I feel like she got me locked in. Somebody call the cops in. I cannot do this no more. No. I cannot walk in this store. No. There was a kid at the door. What? Seeing him eating his food off the floor. Uh. I'm getting disgusted for sure. Yeah. Man, he picking his nose. What? Wiping the jug on his clothes. Then where can I go? I'm a loser for sure. Get out my way. Get out my way. Get out my way. Please, sir, get out my way. Get out my way. Get out my way. Hey, get out my way. Why you wanna drive so bad? Drive so bad. Get out my way. Why you wanna take my bag? Take my bag. Get out my way. Y'all just make me mad. I just, I, I don't want much out of life. I just don't want to shop anymore. And, and I also want Cinnabon. That'd be great. I cannot just remain calm. No. I am so sick of this song. Yes. Kids, where is your mom? Where is she? Kids, where, where is, is your mom? mom? Why is the cheese on your arm? Why? Did you just sneeze in your palm? Disgusting. Why can you two get along? Why? Oh, Cinnabon. Yeah. Sorry, show me the car. I cannot find it at all. No. I am so sick of this mall. I'm sick yeah. of you all. Please pick up my call. I might sit in the hall. Maybe. Maybe I'll just talk to the wall. Hello, how you doing? Take a nap on the floor. Okay. This ain't shopping, it's wall. Get out my way. Get out my way. Get out my way. Please, sir, get out my way. Get out my way. Get out my way. Hey, get out my way. Why you wanna drive so bad? Drive so bad. Get out my way. Why you wanna take my bag? Take my bag. Get out my way. Like a pigeon, sipping the water, just living. I keep the sword of the spirit. 
Took every L as a lesson. Ain't dead, ain't dead, that's a blessing. We can't leave an impression. This little life so infectious. Giving a loss on direction. Come party hard in my section. They count money, but we count business. All in my section. I'm with my partners, and they know I got them. They all in my section. We popping bottles and we breaking bread. All in my section. All on the sofa, we repping Jehovah. Yeah, all in my section. Yeah, yeah, all in my section. Yeah, yeah, all of my six. Yeah, yeah, all of my six. Yeah, yeah, all of my six. Yeah, yeah, all on the sofa. We ripping Jehovah, yeah, all of my six. Yeah, yeah, if you in the club and it's Yahweh you trust, come to my six. Yeah, yeah. Lights, camera, action, it's a motion picture move. Kicking so much flavor, you would think we hung with Bruce Lee. I got so much flavor, God, I'm wondering why you chose me. High up in this prison, you would think I'm in the news, please Keep that 30 on me, but I'd rather tote the 66 They go be my home, but I'm from East Atlanta, zone 6 I'ma get the bag, no cap, yeah Made the whole trap my style, yeah I remember back when they loud, yeah Now they all on my mouth, yeah My section full of them bosses Killing it with no coffin W for them losses Rep the kingdom, we all in Trippin' on the weed sauce Chain my ninja like Paul did Shot a trip she fallin' I'm going hard till he call me We come home, but we come business All in my six I'm with my partners and they know I got them They all in my six We poppin' bottles and we breakin' bread All in my six All on the sofa, we reppin' Jehovah Yeah, all in my six Yeah, yeah, all in my six Yeah, yeah, all of my six. Yeah, yeah, all of my six. Yeah, yeah, all of my six. Yeah, yeah, all on the sofa. We ripping Jehovah, yeah, all of my six. Yeah, yeah, if you in the club and it's Yahweh you trust, come to my six. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're listening to Beyond the Pews, where we bring you the latest in CHH and gospel hip-hop news. God's House of Hip-Hop 2020 Summerfest Countdown has officially begun. Get ready for the largest faith-based music festival to hit North America. Two days, 75 artists, and seven DJs. July 17th and 18th, 2020 at Bank of California Stadium. God's House of Hip-Hop 2020 Summerfest announced the early bird layaway plans. This event will be the ultimate gathering of like-minded believers celebrating faith, love, and music. So get your early bird tickets today at 2020summerfest.com. This is Cole Jones, and this has been Beyond the Pews, where we bring you the latest in CHH and gospel hip-hop news. Keep it locked right here on GH3 Radio for more. God's House of Hip-Hop Radio, powered by Dash Radio. Tune in every day for your festival updates and more. Also, be sure to download the Dash Radio app and select God's House of Hip-Hop, the golden dove, man. Then check out www.gh3radio.com and follow us on all social media platforms under GH3 Radio and 2020 Summerfest. That's what's up. God's word amplifies. You tuned in to the station that blesses the nation. That's right. It's GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip-Hop. Blessing you with today's CHH and gospel hip-hop hits. Keep it locked right here. 
You are listening to MTMB Sports. I'm going to talk to you about the playoff picture and kind of what's going on, right? So if we talk about the top of that division, we must talk about the Baltimore Ravens. And everybody right now is eating crow if you were a critic, but you're also celebrating if you were a supporter of Lamar Jackson. He has been phenomenal on the field, running the ball. He has more rushing yards this year, this season alone, over 1,100 yards. He has over 1,100 yards rushing than Tom Brady has in his entire career, which is a 1,000 yards, which Tom was very, very proud of, by the way. But outside of that, man, you're looking at a guy who broke Michael Vick's record, but he's doing it in a in a different way with the offense that's set up to suit his style. Honestly, the offense is scary because the offense is set up to survive in December and in January when things get really cold, when passing the ball isn't as 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 cool, isn't as um isn't as effective. You need to be able to run the ball. That team can run the ball like none other. They have a great running back in Mark Ingram, which as a former like which as a Saints fan, I'm so sad to see him go. But I'm so happy to see him succeed with the Baltimore Ravens. His personality is awesome. It's so lit up. It's so geeked. And he has been a phenomenal asset to that team. He's been absolutely great. And so you love really getting a chance to see him do his thing. He's been doing his thing so well. So I'm geeked to see Mark Ingram doing his thing. On top of Mark doing his thing, man, you also get a chance to see a few other people, a few other players really, really shine. Marcus Peters, he got added in the middle he got added pretty much in the middle of the year right and in the middle of the season right at the trade deadline when Marcus Peters gets added he immediately adds a huge playmaker to that team but he brings a swagger he brings something that you have to respect on the outside you can't challenge Marcus Peters because he will take the ball to the house and that's a fact you have to pay attention to what Marcus Peters is doing that whole defense is really good they had 12 pro bowlers y'all 12 pro bowlers so if, if you ask me can the baltimore Raven, ravens survive is this real can they actually get past the patriots when they beat the patriots like straight up when they beat the patriots down i don't think that was a fluke i think if they played three or four more times i think the baltimore ravens will win almost every single time i'll give them if they play four times i give them three out of four times they win the game so yes the patriots have have really been known to find a way to beat you and if it wasn't taping your team then um on top then if it's not if it's not that way then they find a way to beat you and that's true and that's cool at the same time that patriots defense is great at the end of the day i feel like the ravens can actually come out of the afc i don't think it's a fluke i think it's for real y'all left on their schedule are the browns and the steelers we'll see how that pans out i fully expect them to beat the browns and i fully expect them to bloody the steelers all right now the second team in the afc is the patriots now they have a myriad of different issues man they have so many different issues that they're kind of dealing with one tom brady is regressing a little bit but i think tom brady's mostly regressing because he doesn't have weapons he's lacking weapons julian edelman is good julian edelman has been great but he's dealing with the injury right now if you if you don't know he's been dealing with the injury all season but last week he suffered a little bit more of an injury and we don't know how that's all going to pan out for him so you have to look at the loss possible loss of julian edelman now we're talking about muhammad sanu Nikhil harry as your weapons as your only weapons ben watson as your only weapons they don't have enough weapons on that team in order for them to be effective offensively yes they're still 11 and 3 no matter what situation happened this year they had a cupcake schedule in my in my estimation but at the same time they have nobody 
to deal with going forward. I fully expect them to win their last two games. They 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 should end the season 13 and three, and they should still be in the, in um in second place in their division. So I think they're going to be fine. If you look at what's going on with the Patriots, um, they just don't seem to have any offensive any offensive firepower. At the same time, you have to look at the Patriots a little bit like this: the Patriots still have a great defense they still have Tom Brady and they still have a way to win they, they can always find a way to win which they have you can um, see in the future their usage of Rex Burkhead in, in, um, increasing right their usage of James White increasing and that's where they generally find um, ways to beat you because they find matchups and those matchups work out their matchup against the Bills is critical because I do believe the Bills can beat them. I just don't know if the Bills have enough offensively themselves in order to knock that out. All right, we're going to kind of speed up a little bit, y'all, um, because as we start breaking these down, things will become a little bit more obvious. So let's look at the Chiefs. I love the Chiefs. You'll hear us talk about the Chiefs a lot in the huddle up. So because we're going to talk about the Chiefs in the huddle up, I won't get too much into the Chiefs right now. I'll just say that the Chiefs have the talent to beat any team ahead of them. They're in third place right now in in the division when the conference and i do believe they can beat the baltimore ravens i think if they go toe-to-toe and everybody's fully healthy on the chiefs and everybody's fully healthy uh, with baltimore i do believe that the chiefs can win that game i do believe it and the chiefs can beat everybody else they have to play as well they'll play the bears they'll play the Chargers. i fully expect them to beat those two teams and I fully expect them to go into the offseason at 12 and 4. And if they see Baltimore, I'm going to save it because that that my opinion is that they can beat them. I don't know if they would beat them or will beat them because only because of I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. Y'all pay attention to the rest of the show. And you'll hear my breakdown of why I don't believe at the end of the day they would be able to beat the Ra- uh, Ravens if they had to face off. Now, in fourth place are the Houston Texans, and they always get to the playoffs. That seems to be something they've been able to do year after year, regardless of who's at quarterback. This year, they come in with a um, a healthy Deshaun Watson. That's going to be, that's something new. That's something cool. They come in with a healthy Watson. They'll possibly even go into the playoffs with a healthy Will Fuller. They'll even go into the playoffs with a healthy um, DeAndre Hopkins. If they go in healthy like that, and they may possibly go into the playoffs with a healthy J.J. Watt. Yeah, I said it. He's coming back. And if watch back and that Houston Texans offense is fully intact, man, you could have something on your hands. You got to deal with that. You got to deal with the Houston Texans and, and their, them being fully healthy. And I believe they have the talent to beat almost anybody as well. The Houston Texans will pose a problem when it comes down to it. At the end of the day, though, I don't actually believe that they'll win. <laughs> I think they'll pose a problem. I think they'll threaten you. I think they'll get get to the place where um, where it, they make it scary for you. But I haven't seen in the Houston Texans the ability to close out and finish off an opponent when they have them down. So to be honest with you, to be real with you, I don't quite see the Houston Texans as being a Super Bowl, a real Super Bowl contender. I don't see them getting there. Now this may age poorly. This may age really poorly. It may not really work out and they may actually get there, but I don't think they will. Just be honest with you. All right. Now, if we're talking any any more, we're going to talk about the fifth place teams and the sixth place teams um, and just kind of see where they are in the hunt. 
Here's the fifth place team is a very dangerous Buffalo Bills team. I love them. You got to love Josh Allen, that quarterback. He's been a great running threat, but also that defense has been carrying that team. Love Smokey Brown. John Brown is his name, but they call him Smokey Brown. Love him as a wide receiver. He's the perfect complement to a strong-armed quarterback in Josh Allen. I love that, right? Their running game is starting to really find their way. I like that as well. You look at this team. They have a, they have a Pro Bowl cornerback, which I really love I, I, because their defense has been so legit this year. Um, Tredarius White has been great on the outside. And so you look at the team, they have been so good. They've been so good. Outstanding even. Their next two games are the Patriots, which I said they could win. I don't think they will though. So I think that drops them to 10 and 5. Then after the 10 and 5, um, I do see them beating the Jets, leaving, ending off the season at 11 and 5, going into the playoffs in um, possibly... Mm, possible winning, you know, winnable matchups, but I still don't believe they'll make it out of the first round of playoffs. Based on who I think they'll have to face, I still don't believe they'll make it out of the first round of the playoffs because if they play, I believe if they have to go to Houston, I don't think they beat the Texans. And if they have to play the Chiefs at all, but they won't drop. Um, they won't drop the six, I don't believe. And if they have to play the Chiefs, they'll have to play the Texans most likely. And I think they lose to the Texans. If they have to play the Chiefs, I don't see them beating the Chiefs. So I don't think they have enough offensive firepower. This team is great. They're on the verge. They're doing well. I just don't think they have enough offensive firepower to deal with the teams that are ahead of them. So I love the Bills. I love what they did. I still don't think this ends well for them. And with the Steelers as well. Steelers are in sixth place right now. Um, but they can lose out because there's a few teams that are still trying to get there. The Titans. The Titans are on the verge of getting there, but the Titans have to go against the Saints coming up soon. I'm, I am don't know how that's going to pan out for them, even though the Titans can beat the Saints. I'm saying that right now. The Titans have all the ability in the world to beat the New Orleans Saints. Um, and if they do, they could possibly itch into or find their way in that sixth spot. I feel like the Titans will pose a bigger threat to anybody than the Steelers. The Steelers pose no threat to me, to any team um, going forward. The Steelers are the worst playoff team right now, period. Hands down, not just because they're in sixth place, but because they don't have the offensive firepower and they don't have the defensive stamina to stay with any of the other teams that's that's ahead of them. So I don't see the Steelers as any threat. I see the Titans as a threat. Um, I don't think the Browns can sneak their way in. Right now they're in eighth place, but they're six and eight. If they win out, they'll still only end up at eight and eight. Out of all the people who said all the cool stuff about the Browns, right? Everybody was like, they're going to kill it. They're going to be Super Bowl contenders, all that stuff. None of that panned out. They are now at 6-8, and eight, and I don't I don't think they end off the season at 8-8. Eight and eight. So I don't see them going. The Raiders are 6-8 and eight as well, and I don't see them going either. So that's my overall AFC look. Um, if you just kind of want to know kind of where I, where I see this ending, I see it ending off pretty much the way it is now. Ravens at 1, Patriots at 2. They could lose, and, and they could drop. But at the same time, I, I still see the Patriots kind of ending off at two, Chiefs at three, um, Texans at four, Bills at five, and then um, give me the Steelers jumping, jumping this, give me the Titans. I'm sorry, jumping the Steelers into that sixth place spot. All right, y'all. So that's overall. That's kind of my deal. That's kind of where I am with this. Um, and, you know, we'll see how it all ends out for the season. We'll see how it plays out in the middle of the season. And we'll see just kind of at the end of the day who goes to represent the AFC uh, in the Super Bowl. At the end of the day, you know what? I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. And I'll tell you all about my predictions for who um, who finishes and who represents the AFC in the Super Bowl. We'll keep tracking and we'll keep doing this as we move along. All right, y'all. Hey, um, that's it. That's it for me. 
That's it for me. We're about to hop into the music, y'all. Let's hop into this music. It's going to be so great. The, the show is so power-packed. It's a power-packed show, and I want y'all to get every single bit of what's about to come and what's in store for you um, this week. All right, y'all. This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. Sit back, relax, enjoy the sounds of the amazing music that we produce on a week-to-week basis. It's going to be a lit show, and you're going to enjoy every single minute of it. Go tell a friend. Go tell a family member. And look, I want to know that y'all out there i really do so here's what i'm gonna do bet look peep game here's what i'm gonna do if you if you're really out there right if you're really out there you're really listening then what i want you to do is i want you to very simply find me on twitter at rick sincere that's r-i-c yes r-i-c-s-i-n-c-e-r-e rick sincere find me at rick sincere on twitter right follow me I'll follow you right back. Send me a DM. And in your DM, all you need to all you need to say is listening. And I'll enter you to win a $50 gift card. That's all you gotta do. At Rick Sincere, find at Rick Sincere. Follow me. I'll follow you back. In the DMs, just say listening. And I'll enter you to win a $50 Visa gift card. Alright, y'all. Y'all have a blessed one. God bless. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Alright, let's hop into the music. Get you a golden ticket. Hey, huh. Mama just told me I'm spoiled. Huh. 
Going crazy Through the good and the bad He been with me every day Never stray Gotta feel me when I say Don't believe in love Cause it does Been through way too much
That ain't Jesus. I'll be though. Pick up a bag to go. Uber the hands to do. I'm back to vote. for the man so old. Hop in the alley, bro. Don't have me, bro. Thinking you have me, whoa. Feel like a candy cold. Every low. You need a bandy, though. I come in handy, though. All in my bag. Don't give up if you mad. I'm in the school of hard knocks and at the top of my class. And my abode is translucent while you rocking your mask. I'm sipping peaches in Prosecco while I'm watching you crash. Yeah. Ooh, it's God. I don't need y'all. I ain't get your text, you sound like blah blah blah. I don't need the games, I'm finna take the reins. I'ma write up your claims, I'ma forget your name. Yeah. Ooh, that's God, I don't need y'all. That's God, I don't need y'all. That's God, I don't need y'all. I ain't get your text, you sound like blah blah blah. Ooh, what I need new friends for? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Zach, come get a whoop. Whoa. Yeah, keep it a buck. Yeah, yeah. You finna stop. Yeah, yeah. Fresh out of luck. Yeah, yeah. All through the mud. Yeah, yeah. When I'm feeling down. Yeah, yeah. Gotta look up. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm leaning. Yeah, yeah. That's where I trust. I can't get no push. I don't need it though. You keep sending out texts. I ain't read it though. I've been on God's watch. Can't speed it though. Ain't no rollie, but it's nonstop. Do you get it though? Ooh, that's God. I don't need y'all. I ain't get your text, you sound like blah blah blah. I don't need the games, I'm finna take the reins. I'ma write up your claims, I'ma forget your name. Yeah. Ooh, that's God, I don't need y'all. That's God, I don't need y'all. That's God, I don't need y'all. I ain't get your text, you sound like blah blah blah. Ooh. GH3 Radio, blessing you with today's CHG gospel hip hop hits. God's house of hip hop. Verses from the world on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Romans 8, 31 through 33. This is Cole Jones, and this, and this is, is Verses from the Word. From the word. Yo, what's good? It's your boy CJ King. Look, and I'm rocking with the homie Rick Sincere. I'm going to need y'all to keep it locked right here on MTMV Sports. The Impact Network is looking to live up to its name in a different way. Its goal has been to impact the world for Christ. Now they plan to use the impact of the sweet science to draw more viewers to their network. Austin Trout will headline their premiere card on February 1st of 2020. In 2020, the Impact Network plans to air 52 hours of live boxing events to throw its hat in the ring with ESPN, Fox, and DAZN as destinations for boxing fans. Jackson Wink is the home team for the City of Enchantment as they have no professional teams in the biggest city in New Mexico. That makes the gym one of the focal points in the city. As with other venues, the MMA gym is accepting bids for naming rights. 
Now this isn't altogether new for a gym as Muscle Form and Dethrone have attached their names to gyms in the past. It's official. Mikey Garcia has signed with Matchroom Boxing USA. It's a nice pickup for Eddie Hearn and DAZN as he will inject some life into the welterweight and junior welterweight divisions. Josh Kelly is probably the front runner for a marquee matchup, but Hearn also has the likes of Connor Ben, Kell Brook, Ted Cheeseman, Maurice Hooker, and Jesse Vargas who compete around Mikey's fighting weight. If Mikey were to go back down to 135, then he could serve as an excellent test for Devin Haney. MMA stars are good for creating social media challenges. Yoel Romero has thrown down the gauntlet with his chair challenge. Seeing that someone broke one while trying it, you may want to pull out a folding chair if you decide to give it a try. It's your man, The Voice, Vice Correspondent for MTMV Sports. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. The lotto and got a motto. I'm trying to get her off at my spot. I'm sipping the bottle. Let her know that she worth every bit of a million dollars and give her every word of my artillery. I am a scholar, I am a pilot. You are flying with me today. Me and you gonna take over the world. We flying away. I ain't never really wanna go in the outer space, but there go the moon. I see the stars when I see your face. Right now, I don't calm down. I'm on a mission. That's what my daddy was paying tuition. Got a whole lot to say when people paying to listen. I give them truth over bars, and I don't know any different, but holy. Hold up, cause everybody always telling me to grow up So um, I'm in the studio right now And I don't see no reason to turn down Cause you know the motto, full throttle Uh, you know the motto, full throttle, full throttle You know the motto, full throttle I'm going hard right now, I'll be going in the light. Hold up, hold up, yeah Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up Hold up, I'm going hard right now, I'll be going in the light. Trying to tell me I'm rapping different Every time I step up in the booth It's like I'm in the kitchen What am I cooking or what am I looking for What am I doing Am I making any strides Am I making improvements Man, I'm only making music for me and my crew to groove too I give you something to do with your new shoes New school, everything I'm looking for new booze I knew you should be doing this I'm doing this for everybody trying to grow up And they don't see no reason to slow up So they living every day so loud Like they don't see no reason to turn down Cause you know the motto, full throttle, uh, you know the motto, full throttle, full throttle, you know the motto, full throttle, I'm going hard right now, I'll be going in the Marlai, hold up, hold up, yeah, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to diminish the shine in my finish This the sign of the times and you just trying to be sinister Symptoms are sending our symbolism Since when is a women so instrumental Our instrumentals and spirits so incidental We miss the memo since it's the motto I thought I was to the limit I got them looped to Serato Back to the beginning they ain't get it What I meant is that the one dimming my finish Is the maker and the owner of my rent No room for me for something while I'm in it since he the one that bought it, I'm indebted So don't forget it, stay and let it while you revving And try not to get it, then it swerve, heaven's my debit Hold up, hold up, cause everybody always telling me to grow up So um, I'm in the studio right now And I don't see no reason to turn down Cause you know the motto, full throttle yes, uh, You know the motto, full throttle, full throttle You know the motto, full throttle I'm 
How many times have you wanted to give glory? And you felt like you was just held back or slowed down. Well, this is that moment you can do that, man. Help me say it. We're gonna turn up for Jesus on this one. Let's go. This is nice. Sports. 
The NFL has suspended Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Josh Gordon. His current suspension is an indefinite amount of time. Kansas City has submitted a waiver request for NFL great Terrell Suggs. And just now, New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees has set a record for most touchdown passes by a quarterback in a career. He passed quarterback Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. But obviously Tom Brady's still active. The two will go back and forth, uh, trading off the record until pretty much one of them retires. This has been your MTMV NFL update. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Hey, how y'all Jonathan Rickson's here with MTNV Sports. Happy, elated, overjoyed. I, I, I can't even say enough about the excitement that I feel right now. I'm sitting here with the female Barry Sanders herself, Miss <laughs> Antia Deck. Um, if you don't know her, my God, after this, I pray you go and get to know her. She is about to take the entire world um, by storm. Miss Deck, how you doing today? I'm doing good, you know, just a little tired, but I'm good. Awesome, awesome. All right, look, so... I want to know, I mean, we're going to talk about your deal. You just signed a phenomenal deal with the Women's Football League Association. So I can't wait to hop into that. But first, before we get into all that, I want my listeners to understand your football story. So talk to us about your football story. What was your journey in football? How'd you get started? Okay, so football was not something that I thought I would ever be doing professionally. Um, First of all, because it just hasn't been done yet. Um, Of course, we have these other leagues, but not to where some, you know, women are actually getting paid enough to let it you know be full-time so I started off with track and field um, and that's was my life from seven years old to about 23 um, and I tried to go to the Olympics uh, with with a uh, track and field and I ended up getting injured and I just kind of caught it quits because I was injured every single year in college and then I got into flag football after that because I was trying to find something to replace that you know that emptiness of not having a sport and I did really, really well, broke some records, you know, did some things that I, you know, I made the USA team for flag football as well. Um, and then I played a little bit in the LFL, very, very short stint, uh, nothing really to talk about, but I got a little bit of experience. Um, and then I started playing rugby and rugby has been my baby, you know, for, I guess, a little over a year now. Unfortunately, I was also trying to make it to the Olympics, um, ended up working my body so much and so hard that I burnt myself out. So when it was time to get in front of the USA coach, I didn't really have anything left and I just kind of fell on my face in front of the coach and I didn't make it. Um, and so I was very confused uh, as far as like what God had planned for me. And then I get the call about, you know, the WFLA and here we are. So to, to say we're here in your journey is, is incredible based on how you started. Yes. At some point in your childhood, you found out about scoliosis and that impacted your journey overall. Mm-hmm. How did that play a role in your journey? How did that impact where you are now? So with scoliosis, um, it was uh, unfortunate that you know my mom found out before they could actually correct it without surgery. Um, and so I, she kind of had the decision to either allow me to continue running track and doing what I was doing at the time or to allow me to go, you know, get into surgery, but I would have probably had to, I would have, first of all, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now. And the doctor was saying that he didn't even want me to play any sports because if I got hit the wrong way, if I fell the wrong way, 
I could have ended up, you know, paralyzed. Mm -hmm. And so my mom had to go and, you know, pray about it. And, you know, she just decided to let me continue my journey because at that point I was already running track. My body, I, I guess at that point had kind of adjusted to it, me having scoliosis. Um, and so as far as like what, how it impacted me as an athlete, um, I feel like I had to definitely work harder. Um, you know, there's certain exercises that I might have to, I guess, change a little bit so that I could, I guess, benefit from different exercises. Um, one side of my body is a little higher than the other one. So just learning how to properly um, just adjust to just having that difference in my body um, and having, you know, muscle spasms, back spasms, um, you know, not really knowing if it's going to get worse. Um, and luckily, through exercise and I guess God, like it really hasn't gotten any worse. Um, but I can tell that if I didn't have this disability, I would probably be a little bit more balanced as an athlete, mm. which would probably make me an even more dangerous athlete. But, you know, we're working on some things with that. So, you know, we'll see what happens. So just for a second, you talked to me about the disappointment of not making it on to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Right. And that being somewhat of a disappointment for you. Yeah. Um, I know there was a low period there. Right. In that low period, what got you back up to keep training, to keep moving and knowing that something bigger and better was possibly coming? So um, just being completely transparent, um, I it took me a very, very long time uh, to kind of get to a point where I was just able to function mentally, with, you know, with, without, you know, I guess knowing that I, I wasn't really training for anything. Um, and for me, because I was training literally so hard, I was traveling the world, you know, going to different places in New Zealand, and I was training in the UK, and I was doing all these things just to prepare. And so when I just got that phone call that, yeah, you know, we feel like, you know, you need to be developed more, um, you know, we're, we're going to pass on this opportunity. And um, it was a lot of other things that I'm not going to speak about that played a role in that, but anyways... And um, it was it was tough. I went through a depression. I went through a very serious depression. Um, it I didn't really know how I was gonna come out of it, you know. And I didn't know what my next steps were because when you're an athlete and then it, they you know they tell you hey, yeah hey this journey's over you know really abruptly it's kind of like oh whoa like what am I supposed to do now? And so I was going through that phase, and um, you know I was crying every night every day to my mom. You know it was just. It was a very, very low point. You know, I didn't, I didn't really, of course, post about it on social media. I tried to just keep going through the, the motions or whatever, but I was really hurting um, up until maybe a month ago. So, like, getting this, this, the call and everything, um, and you know, even, even now, sometimes I'm still like, dang, like, why I didn't, I didn't make it, you know? But this definitely has been more than a surprise. I was not expecting this, um, you know, and. The fact that I'm gonna make an even bigger impact on women and little girls' lives definitely helps heal that pain. Um, and you know, I don't, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Like you know, when you're when you're going, 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 and then your dreams just literally shattered before your eyes. I wouldn't wish that on anybody because as an athlete, that's like it's trauma. So um, you know, I got through it through God. That's the only way that I was able to get through was praying every night literally giving everything to him and not just saying god i give it to you but then i'm still worrying over here like i really had to just like get on my knees and cry my soul out and say god i don't know what's next i don't know who, i don't know who i am at this point i don't know what to do i don't know what you got next for me but whatever it is all i can do is let it go because i'm i'm at the bottom i can't get any lower i can only go up so whatever you got for me that's all i can do is, is accept that and move on and that's what i did and that 
tell me, talk about the role that that your relationship with God plays in your overall journey. Man, God is my best friend. He's been my best friend since I was a child. I knew God very, very, very early. Like I was praying to God when I was like four and five years old. You know, not even people not really knowing that I knew who He was at that time. Me and my twin brother had this eerie relationship at a very young age with God. Like we would be like at school talking to kids about God, and we like in elementary school. We like in you know pre-K and stuff, and they're just like, what the hell? What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? But we had that strange strangely close relationship with him at a very young age and I feel like that's why we've been able to stay out of trouble you know do things that probably most people at that age weren't able to do and see things and just the just how we are just connected to people in general I feel like it's because we had that relationship very early but I know without a shadow of a doubt that I wouldn't be first of all living right now without him secondly doing all the things that I'm doing right now and as a woman (laughs) in this world like if you don't have that foundation, it's so easy to go in a whole different direction, especially on social media. I could have been a whole, I could have been out there twerking and popping and locking and dropping it all on social media <laughs> if, you know, if I didn't have that spiritual foundation because people come at you every day. Oh, you want to, can we do a photo shoot for about five grand? All you got to do is just show a look. You know, it's so easy for women to get manipulated and definitely if you don't have no, no, no grounding. So me having that has kept me, my, I guess my head on a, I just messed up the whole word. Now you get keep your head on straight. Yes, there we go. I can't yes, man. Right um, so yeah, I just I don't know what to say. Like I'm just I'm always in in awe of God and what He does for me, and you know that's just that's who I am. I saw you on social media. You you was telling your um your fans, hey, look, I'm not gonna give y'all no twerking, but I'm gonna give y'all the shoulder right here. So you gave yeah, me a little bit of that shoulder, that's right? Little, that's my signature now. That's all I'm giving people. So yeah, that's all I got for y'all. Awesome. <laughs> talk to me about the breakthrough because the breakthrough did come, right? And it was amazing. So talk to me about the breakthrough. How did this um, opportunity with the Women's Football League Association come about for you? Um, man. So for, I mean, I'm still honestly in shock. I'm still trying to still take it all in it's only been a few like i think it's a few days since i really announced what has happened um but the owner lupe rose which i owe her everything you know i appreciate her so much um she actually scouted me pretty early she scouted me when i was playing rugby um but she's heard she heard about me she saw my film you know social media plays a big role in even me playing any sport to be honest um but she saw me on social media she saw that i could tackle because people be like well how are you gonna play football i said look play without pads so if I can play without pads I think I can play football and plus I play LFL too a little bit anyways but um so she scouted me um at that time I was you know I was actually playing rugby I was training for the Olympics so of course I couldn't I couldn't really respond to that offer like just to even hear really even hear about it at that time but um you know once everything kind of fell apart with with uh, the Olympics um she eventually kind of came back and said hey I'm still here you know what's going on and so um, we finally talked to her and, you know, we, yeah, I mean, we, it, it happened. That's all I can really say. Um, and, you know, later on she ended up offering me what she offered me. And um, I was not expecting that, to say the least. But um, I don't even, I still don't know how to put it in words. Like, I just to know that I have opened up a whole different world for women in this sport is just still very very humbling and knowing that you know my daughters if they ever want to play when I get whenever I have kids if she want to play football she can actually you know train for something that she knows she's gonna actually get paid for and be able to feed her family and do what she want to do because it's it's actually really sad when I think about it like 
when you when we're little as women, like little girls, like we want to be these soccer players, these track runners, these basketball players, whatever else you know we want to do. But what are we really training for? Because when we get to that level, we don't get paid nothing. We can't even support ourselves. But when little boys, y'all know that y'all can make millions and millions from the time y'all start training, and it's like I I want that. You know, we don't get paid enough as women athletes. And it's like, why do we even have this dream? You know, so the fact that I can now, you know, help these kids fulfill something and actually chase something and actually have something to show for it at the end when you, you know, 19, 18, 19, 20, when you going through college and then, you know, after college, it's amazing. So, you know, I'm just excited to see, you know, what's going to happen with this whole thing, um, you know, how it's going to change the whole structure of, you know, women's sports, period. And, um, you know, just being a pioneer for this is just I'm just humble. That's all I can really say. You're listening to MTMV Sports with Rick Sincere on GH3 Radio. God's House of Hip Hop. God's I got work all on the table. Yeah, my bros on payroll. Hey, tell him goes a Lalo. Yeah, just keep it fresco. I'm on a whole new level. So keep it muy sosiego. Said that fuego, yeah. Stay with that sauce like Alfredo, yeah. Blessings they come when he say so. Hold up, hot to my haters, I may know, yeah. I put my homies on payroll, yeah. Placed at the top like a Kanko, uh. I throw the deuce up to silence my enemies, right through that potato. Lighting up the city, the reason I write for. Giving the gospel with the people be needing that light show. Giving the pen and we deliver more sinners with eyes closed. See the light up in the dark, let the skin on my gold, yeah. I shine too bright with that light up. See, you will find them who take that boy higher. Three for that win, my touch. Be the mic that's free from my sin Black ties in that fire All on the table, yeah My bros on payroll Hey, tell them goons are lay low, yeah Just keep it fresco I'm on a whole new level So keep it muy sosiego Fuego squad, we do not play, we keep some way, way up so high that ain't even no gravity where we stay, yes you will suffocate, all in that atmosphere like yo what happened here, just me, I'm sorry, yeah I do not care, look in the sky like that's me you see there, if no weapon prosper then I shall not fear, this here the second city for those who thinkin' we do not gather, don't lack with no key, we are the prodigy, we are the anomaly, strengthening the outnumbered, we are IPAV, we are slightly crazy, we are Patrick Swayze, we goin' close till the end over, we do not end though, Joe told me snap, I'm like let go, hype beats all over that fire. I got work yeah. all on the table, yeah. My bros on payroll. Hey, tell them goons are lay low, yeah. Just keep it fresco. I'm on a whole new level, so keep it muy sosiego.
TMV Sports with Rick Sincere on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop, God's Word she Amplified. Talk to you about her vision for the league because I know at some point she had to tell you. Of course. Um, what about her pitch made you say, "I'm down with it. I believe in it, and I can't wait to join." She said her her story instead of history. Right. I was like, "Oh yeah." Okay. She's speaking okay. the same language. Okay. So I just I like that because she said that a lot when, when she was talking to me. And I was like, what does that mean? Then I was like, oh, wait. It's like his story, her story. I was like, okay, women empowerment. And I'm all about women empowerment. I'm not a feminist, but I do believe in the empowerment of women and that we are capable of doing more than what people give us credit for on the field and off the field. And so, um, you know, just her passion. If you know Lupe, she's very passionate about, you know, this 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 league. She's put everything into it. She wants to see when she's got the right people around, you know, helping and that you guys don't even know about yet are, are that you will be surprised who's actually a part of this thing it's gonna blow everybody's mind because it's never been done she's a genius and i've been waiting for the day that something like this happened and to be the one that get the kind of pioneer is is dope it's pioneer is dope it's cool that's dope so i know a lot of people want to know right when does the season start like when does it start when can people start like watching games and seeing you do your thing on the field so the exhibition season starts 2020 um, in May. So uh, our first game is actually going to be in Vegas, um, and the official season doesn't start till 2021. So we've got a whole, you know, got a whole process to go through before we get to the actual official season. But yeah, we're going to have the exhibition season next year, and uh, y'all come through. <laughs> What's got you most excited about the season? Um, first of all, just playing. I mean, I'm excited to play in LA to. Be in LA. I mean, who doesn't want to be in LA? Um, the girls that I'm gonna be, you know, surrounded by. Um, one girl in particular that I'm interested in, uh, you know, definitely being teammates with is Jim Brown's daughter. Um, so uh, her name is Kimberly. So I'm excited to see her um, do her thing on the field and just all the amazing athletes that y'all don't really get to see because we don't have that exposure. So all these other running backs that are also I'm not the only dope running back. Um, all these quarterbacks, all these kickers, all these, you know, DBs, it's amazing women out here that have all this talent that unfortunately has not been seen. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we now have that exposure, I mean, that's, that's all I care about. Okay. All right. So I need to know overall, mm-hmm. what does this journey mean to you? It means a lot to me. It means the world to me because I've always wanted to leave my mark on this world. That's something that I talked about all the time. Um, and I feel like this is definitely it, you know, being able to open up this this world now for women and for these little girls. And now all these little girls in my DMs that were like, oh, I want to be, I want to play football, I want to play football. Now they have a place. It's not like, oh, yeah, just go pay, play flag football and that's it. Go play recreational. Go play powder puff. Now they, they actually have another league, a real league that they can actually go and get paid for. And it's something to strive for because it's cool. Like powder puff is cool. Flag football is cool. But where does that lead? So it's like now that we have something that we can kind of do the same thing that the men are doing, get the same type of benefits, get the same type of money. That's all that I think every female football player ever wanted. So yeah, it means everything. Now, if people watch you and they followed you, then they've seen the videos, right? Yeah. They've seen you juking people out of their socks, <laughs> people falling on the floor, right? They've seen like guys too. Right, like trying to catch you around the corner, being unsuccessful on a, like on several different occasions. Everybody's seen all the footage, right? Yeah. They've seen you train like an absolute monster, right? Like your training regimen is insane. So the question is, are there a lot more 
like of women out there just like you? Like, what's the level of competition gonna be like, or is this just like a you dominant situation? <laughs> um, I mean, of course, it's 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 a lot of talented women. It's a lot of women that train, you know, hard as well. That you know have the same type of coaching that I'm sure I have. Um, I like to say that I do probably have the two best coaches in the world. You know, that's just my opinion. Um, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of motivated women that play this sport, you know, and you guys will get to see that. So all I can say is y'all be the judge of that. When, we, when the season come around, y'all be the judge of that. Talk to me. But, okay. Um, so I know you're a public speaker, mm-hmm. right? And, I, and I've seen you um, public speaking on several different occasions, right? Mm-hmm. And talking and kind of telling your story. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I know that you, you talked to me about the girls that are in your DMs, right? Mm-hmm. Asking you questions. Um, about, you know, how can they, I guess, I'm sure they want to be like you. I'm sure you're a role model to them, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are speaking to, to those little girls that you're talking to them kind of privately, and somebody I just asked you, how would, they want to be like you. When they grow up, they want to be just like you. How would they, you tell them to train their minds? How would you tell them to go ahead and train their bodies? Um, if I was talking to a little girl that said she wanted to be like me, um, mentally I would tell her to never give up. That it's going to be many, many obstacles. It's going to be people trying to sway you left and right, you know, take you off your course, tell you who you're supposed to be. And, um, you know, people are going to try to change your story and, you know, your mental state and everything like that. Um, And it's going to everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to be okay with what you're doing. But as long as you want it, go get it. Simple as that. If you want it, you got to do whatever it takes. However many times you got to fall, however many times you got to break sometimes. You got to put them pieces back together and just keep going because that's the only way you will ever be successful in this life, period. Whether it's football, whether it's trying to be a doctor or trying to be a lawyer, it's a process. And I think sometimes we forget as humans that you can't jump from point A to point Z without the experience. It, does, it just doesn't, it, does, it won't ever last. It might, you might get there, but when you get there, you're probably going to lose it because you don't know, the, the, you don't have the tools and the experience to actually hold that spot. So in order to be the best, you got to actually go through the process and train your mind and your body and your spirit to actually be able to sit and sit on that throne, to say. And um, physically, <laughs> it's going to be days you hate it. Some days I'm like, man, what am I doing? Like, what is the point? And then I like, I get on the field, I'm like, dang, okay, coach. All right, coach. I see why I have to go through that. So just always have an edge. Get Get with a trainer, get with your brothers, get with your, co- your your dad, whoever, your uncle, whoever has that football experience, learn early, you know, really be a student of the game and um, just put in the work. You know, even when you don't want to put in the work, if you got to wake up there early, go to bed late, whatever you got to do, make sure your diet is on point, make sure your the people around you is on point and make sure you have support, not people that's trying to bring you down and tell you, oh, girl, you shouldn't be doing that. That's a man's sport. You shouldn't. Anybody that's hating, cut them off. And just... Just keep your spirit up, man. Keep your spirit, you know, keep, you know, keep God first. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, you'll be all right. I love that. Talk to me about your support team because your support team is strong, right? And I know. Yeah. Because I know. <laughs> well, um, so my mom is a lion, kind of. Um, she's always been here, you know, through everything since the beginning of social media for me. She was the only person that actually believed in what I was doing everybody else was kind of like why are you what is the point of, what is the IG what is Facebook what is the mm. point of this and I was just like it's gonna it's gonna pop it's gonna pop just wait just wait nobody understood it so she was the only person that saw it early and was like okay I support you let's make this into a, a business let's make this into a brand and so my mom is definitely my number one supporter um I have a great assistant the one that you know you guys are probably connected to she's amazing Dana 
uh, she keeps me on point my mind is like this so she's like the one that's like okay hey sit down for a second let's let's talk about this schedule so she keeps me on point you know um my videographers and photographers are all dope uh i got a great attorney uh mason ash um great pr fago you know i just got a lot of great people and i'm i'm blessed it took a long Woo, it took a long time to get this team together <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that we got it together and they're on point and they all about what i'm doing and i trust them with everything you know it's a blessing your mom was critical in the naming of your queen of abs brand because mm-hmm. i think you wanted to go with princess of abs right yeah. <laughs> she was like why well, be the princess but you could be the queen yes and so um talk about your brand i, I mean if people know you then they know the brand by now yeah. but talk to us about the brand <laughs> So Queen of Abs uh, Fitness is definitely um, a brand that was started when I was just getting out of college. Um, It started off as me just being a trainer. I was going on tour, doing camps everywhere. Um, And then I started getting into like the product side. So I had a book, or not a book, I had a talk show. And then I had a supplement line and a clothing line come out all in like the first and second year of me graduating. And then um, I started really getting heavy into like the football football is kind of what changed the whole thing and um that's when it's my you know i kind of went viral a few times and you know i had a few people a few nfl players like you know show love and stuff and that's kind of what just amplified everything but um you know i i do speaking i have a book um i do tv stuff um coming out with more product lines um y'all stay tuned and um, yeah, I mean, I just do a lot. That's all I can say. Like, I'm a serial <laughs> entrepreneur. I'm a tornado. I want to do everything. I want an empire. You know, I want my kids to understand what generational wealth is. I don't want them to ever have to suffer at all, ever want for anything. And so I'm, but sad. I'm in my twenties to do that. So, so last thing, I, I we are we are a sports and music show. So I gotta ask you. You told me, well, you told somebody in another interview I heard, I saw before. They were asking, hey, what's on your playlist before you go into a game? And you mentioned gospel being on your playlist, right? Yeah. So I want to know, like, what, what gospel songs are on your playlist before you head into a game? And then why gospel? Because a lot of people go with, like, I don't know, rock or something know, crazy to get their yeah. minds crazy. But what about gospel kind of get you in the right mode to go and dominate on the field? So I'm obsessed with, like, Smokey Norfolk. Okay. So I have, like, probably every song possible by him. Um, and the reason why, like, I chose gospel and i mean i didn't really choose it's what i liked um i don't know like when i i don't I, i'm like a very mellow person so like i think because gospel kind of mellows me out like my nerves and everything it just kind of puts me in a place and it kind of just fills me up with just the spirit and then just i don't know i just feel i just feel chill like i don't feel worried about nothing i don't feel i don't have anxiety or whatever so it's like it just has always been a genre that just always kind of just calm me down so I'm all, I just always feel ready like when, I, when I'm when i listening to it before a game or whatever and I'm going to continue doing that you know so it's the calm before the storm yes bet exactly. bet I love it <laughs> alright so what's next for the queen of abs for the Barry Sanders of our generation what's next for you well, hopefully I'm going to you know do some, some work on the field break some records you know make some more history um, maybe get to go up against Saquon one day bet <laughs> um, I would love to meet Barry Sanders one day. Um, I would just like to, you know, do something so crazy. He's like, "Yo, that's 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 cool. That's I respect that." I don't want him to acknowledge me. Just acknowledge that I'm here. You know, it's gonna happen. You know, he don't say a lot. You know what I mean? I, he don't. I, he I don't, never says anything. He's like, "This girl crazy because she's tagging him." I'm like, "Yo, he just just like it. Just do something. Put a, a period, a check mark, something." But anyways, um, no, I just want to just, you know, continue just being a, 
being the best at what I'm doing and continue inspiring people and motivating people and uh, just continue making this opportunity for women just continue to grow and um, you know just do God's work whatever he has planned for me we are absolutely blessed to have you on I mean it's just phenomenal for us um, and so hopefully you know you've had a good time I did awesome 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 alright tell the people where they can find you where they can follow you um, and follow your journey right because you know I want more people to know you as you move forward appreciate it um, y'all can find me on Instagram at trackbaby001 Facebook at Queen of Abs and Santia Deck and Twitter at Santia underscore Deck and my website is queenofabs.com awesome thank you so much for joining us hey this is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports you know what it is man we are just overjoyed alright we'll talk later God bless what's up everybody this is Juan and Kayla and we are those Baxters you can catch us every Friday night hosting Street Songs we've got your 60 seconds of praise DJ Aunt G's artist check in life lessons and your word on the street listen you can catch us 8pm to 10pm Pacific time 11pm to 1am Eastern right here on GH3 Radio God's House of Hip Hop God's Word Amplified <laughs> and you're listening to Beyond the Pews, where we bring you the latest in CHH and gospel hip-hop news. God's House of Hip-Hop 2020 Summerfest Countdown has officially begun. Get ready for the largest faith-based music festival to hit North America. Two days, 75 artists, and seven DJs. July 17th and 18th, 2020, at Bank of California Stadium. God's House of Hip Hop 2020 Summerfest announced the early bird layaway plans. This event will be the ultimate gathering of like-minded believers celebrating faith, love, and music. So get your early bird tickets today at 2020summerfest.com. This is Cole Jones, and this has been Beyond the Pews, where we bring you the latest in CHH and gospel hip hop news. Keep it locked right here on GH3 Radio for more. God's House of Hip Hop Radio, powered by Dash Radio. Tune in every day for your festival updates and more. Also, be sure to download the Dash Radio app and select God's House of Hip Hop, the Golden Dove, man. Then check out www.gh3radio.com and follow us on all social media platforms under GH3 Radio and 2020 Summerfest. That's what's up. God's Word Amplified. Yo, Rez Nation, stand up. I'm locked into MTMV Sports with my man Rick Sincere. In behalf of Res Nation and GH3 Radio, we just want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now keep it locked in. You're listening to MTMV Sports most, with Rick Sincere on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop, God's no Word big. Amplified. I feel like Pac, I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. Geek to be joined today by the entire crew. Uh, we got my boy, The Voice, right here. What's up, Voice? How you doing? What's good, everybody? It's your man, The Voice, Fights Correspondent for MTNV Sports. What's up? This is your boy, Connie Westside, the best side. You know how we do. Campus Connect crew, you know, come soon. I'll let you. Mr. Marv, what's going on, sir? How you doing? How y'all doing? This is Mr. Mac Talk himself, joining the MTU TV. So how y'all doing? We doing well, man. Yo, um, so we're about to hop into a few different topics today. First off, we'll start off by talking about the man who just can't seem to get it right. We'll hop into what's going on with Josh Gordon after another, another 
short amount of time in um in a place where he could have been very successful uh we'll talk about him and what's going on with josh gordon after that we'll talk about the heisman but we won't talk about the man who won the heisman we'll talk about everybody else who was seated um next to him right in their nice looking suits listening to the best speech that i've ever heard from a Heisman Trophy winner. Um, then we'll talk. We'll get into a little bit of the MMA. Don't don't roll your eyes when when you do when you when I say stuff like that. I will right, talk about a little bit of MMA, and then we'll hop into what's going on with the Miami Heat. What is happening down there in Miami? Seems to be a lot going on with the Miami Heat. We're going to get a little bit of insight today um, from the crew. All right, fellas, how y'all doing, man? We're gonna first start off by talking about what's going on with Josh Gordon. As you know, he has been indefinitely suspended because of yet another run-in with um, performance-enhancing <coughs> drugs. The Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Josh Gordon has been suspended indefinitely for violating the NFL policy on performance-enhancing substances and substances of abuse. Man, y'all, talk to me. What is going on with Josh Gordon? Why can't he get this right? I feel like, man, he just he, need, he needs help. Seriously, Spreak. Um... And they need to give him all the help he can get. I feel like the NFL should just really cut ties with him and get him the help that he needs because he just seemed to get, can't seem to get it together like five times. Like, really? Five? And you keep bringing him back? Like, what's going on? But, but Kaepernick can't get a job? Mm-hmm. I, I just just don't get it. In, in my opinion, I don't get it. But I feel like just be done with him, like, period, man, because... You bring him back, you just gonna keep him messing up, messing up, and messing up. And no matter what team you put him on, that's just me. The voice is this a rap for for Josh Gordon? I think the fact that the suspension is indefinite proves that this is a rap for him. They've given him time after time and chance after chance. I mean, what what number team is this for him? You know, and, and he's been on some phenomenal teams in some phenomenal positions, but he he admittedly just can't seem to to get it right when it comes to uh, the the drug abuse things. And and Marv, I think the league has done a lot to try to help him by giving him all these chances. But uh, at some point, grace runs out. And it seems as if, especially with this indefinite suspension, that Grace is gone. Conrad, you mean to tell me there's not one single team in the NFL that would give this dude one more chance if he if he vows to get it right? I don't think so. And um, honestly, let's let's just be serious. I want to I want to touch on what what Mar said. He really needs help. Um, look, sometimes the limelight is not for people. And um and with his problem, you know, he, he was able to air it out and let people know, like, I have an issue. You know, there was one time that he uh, went out after training. He went out to look for some um, look for, just look for some drugs and look for something to um, to get to satisfy his high and satisfy his appetite with that. And, um, you know, I it hurts me, man, because it, 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 it breaks my heart. It really does, because. You know, we obviously need help, and honestly, someone needs to go alongside that brother and uh, start talking, start pouring into his life because he really, really, really needs to uh, get that help that he needs. But as far as another NFL team, Rick, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anybody that can can help him, man. Because think about the markets. The next, the next best market would be what Houston, 
and Houston is where he's from, and and that just, I'll just be the, like the worst place for him. So no, I don't think there's anything else. Well, you came right in as we we're talking about Josh Gordon, man. We're trying to figure out um is there another team that will help him? You're talking about what a six three wide receiver um who can really run. If you saw him play just Sunday, just Sunday, he had a phenomenal catch from Russell Wilson this Sunday. He is an ultra talented individual. That's the reason he keeps getting jobs. And one of the reasons why we're not seeing as many opportunities for a guy like Kaepernick. Some people don't think he's up to, you know, that level. Like some people don't think he's up to that level and worth the risk. But Josh Gordon keeps getting people to to bet it all on him, right? Or risk a little bit on him. It won't cost him that much. But you know what, uh, Reek, voice, my man Conrad, he was with the team that could have helped him. The Patriots could have helped him. And you blew that. What but really you're a big bro? market city, bro. Come on now. I hear you, you know, bro. But you know they're pushing over there. I know they are, but, man, you, you had Tom Brady, Coach Belichick. They would have had you. Robert Kraft would have had you for real if he would have went to him. He also had no competition. So there was also no real competition for him. If you look at that situation with New England, you got the one of the best quarterbacks ever to play the game, right? Exactly. You're in a system that's built for you because there is nobody else. There's nobody else who can take his position right now. Nikhil Harry wasn't there to compete with him, right? They didn't have Muhammad Sanu at the time, right? You you had that position outright. You're the one go-to guy because Gronk is gone. There's nothing else that you need, and he blew that opportunity somehow. Somehow, some way, he blew that, right? Cool. Now you go over to Seattle. There's no big receiver there for you to have to compete with, right? I know you have DK Metcalf. He's on one side, but on the other side, it's you. Tyler Lockett can hold down the slot. You have a perfect uh, wide receiver combination. There's nothing else to compete with, man. I feel I feel like there are some places that would possibly give him a shot if he came back. I'm thinking about possibly a place like either the Bengals or New Orleans, uh, somebody who is wide receiver needy at the same time, bro. The, the, the New Orleans would definitely be a good fit for him. But I think, he'll, yes. I think he'll blow so, that too. I think he'll blow he'll, that too. He'll definitely well, blow it. Like the here's just just in closing, the issue right now as far as a chance is that he has an indefinite suspension from the NFL. And he's had we know about his issues of uh drugs of abuse, but you're adding to that along with the drugs of abuse, performance enhancing drugs. That's why the suspension is indefinite. I don't think he'll have the opportunity because I don't think they'll lift that suspension. Wow. Right. 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 All right, guys. So um, we're going to talk. We're going to hop over to college football now and talk a little bit about what happened last Saturday with the Heisman Trophy. The Heisman Trophy went to LSU quarterback Joe Burrow, who came in after a phenomenal season uh, with the LSU Tigers. He had one and he he wrapped it up. He wrapped it up when um, he was playing against the Georgia Bulldogs in the SEC championship game and have one of the most epic Heisman moments of all time. So Joe Burrow, <laughs> it may be hyperbole. So Joe, Joe Burrow won the Heisman. However, for some people who are here, y'all don't quite believe that he should have been the guy. Well, okay, cool. My question is this, if not Joe Burrow, then who should have won it? We'll start off with you, Conrad. Who should have won it if Joe Burrow shouldn't have been the one? That bad man in Oklahoma, that bad man in Oklahoma, 
Jalen Hurts. Keep in mind, Jalen Hurts had the best story, had the most to endure. Not only that, he's been there. He put up numbers. Yes, he had games where if it wasn't for that coordinator, we would not know anything about Joe Burrow at all. Just saying. Just saying. Hey, Big Mark, what you think about it, bro? I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear from uh, LSU guy. Let me let me holler at you, Big Mark. What you think? To be honest with you, bro, Jalen definitely should have won it. I'm not saying because of his story. His story is amazing. I'm not going to ever knock you for that. But the numbers he's putting up, the incredible wins that he got for that team, especially getting them out of a situation because of the defense messing up. Mm-hmm. And just like I said, phenomenal. And, and like you pointed out last week, this revenge tour he's on, it's just incredible, man. And uh, but he's still gonna he's still gonna lose to old state though, just so you know. <laughs> just just so you know. But I feel like Jalen Hurts definitely <laughs> I feel like Jalen Hurts definitely should have definitely won it. All right, can I hit you up with the facts right quick? Oh, so so wait a minute. So you got facts now. We, we yeah. not, fact we not, checker. Can I hit you up with the facts right quick? Yo, Jalen Hurts threw for three thousand six hundred and thirty-four yards and thirty-two touchdowns. That's awesome. I love it. But guess who threw for uh, 1,000 yards more than that? Joe Burrow. 4,715 yards. He threw for 32 touchdowns. Joe Burrow threw for 48. Nearly 50 touchdowns. That's that's 10. That's more than 10 more touchdowns than him. Y'all feel the fan of 16 more touchdowns than he threw. What are you saying? Like, are, are we are we not comparing apples for apples here? Are we not doing that no more? We're just going story for story? Well, we're going and, and look, he transferred too. He's a transfer as well. So, I mean, he matches him in story. He matches and he beyond kills him in yardage. He beyond kills him in touchdowns and big impactful games. Plus, he ain't lose the game. The year Tim Tebow won the Heisman. Listen, the year Tim Tebow won the Heisman, he didn't have any of the numbers that those guys had. Any of those yes, numbers. Yes, he did. He had a lot of but, rushing touchdowns. Hold on, hold on. He had, listen. He had listen, record-breaking bro, rushing listen. touchdowns that year. Rushing touchdowns. But the thing is... All those, guys that were on, all those guys that were on there, all the guys that were on there, they were quarterbacks. They were solid quarterbacks. They were quarterbacks that wound up being in the lead longer than this guy. I'm talking about longer. I mean, look, they yeah, have all those little moments and all that, blah, 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 whatever. But but, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm clipping y'all. Forgive me. But at the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, I really feel as though those numbers don't matter. What? It's moments. And the Tim Tebow had too matter. many moments that Ooh, he had too many boat. moments that year, bro. Okay, so what moment? The moment he lost? So mo- moments when losing games? Because oh, Joe Burrow ain't lose no games. Joe Burrow ain't lose no games. And you mean moments? We're talking about him. Look, there was a I think seven to eight game losing streak to Alabama. Baylor. They beat Baylor. Alabama. Is that not a moment? You know who would have had a moment right after that? Tua. Tua would have had a moment right after that. Why? Because Tua, soon as they were losing, hey, Tua look, went man. out there and threw a freaking a freaking touchdown in the first hey, place. Come hey, on, look, bro. Hey, get out. Hey, get out. Bro. I hate I hate it for Tua. I really do. And I love Tua. But this is Joe Burrow's year, bro. It's hands down. Look, when you compare the numbers, there's no comparison. There's none. And I know you don't want to hear the facts. Cause that'll bother you in your soul, but it's real. <laughs> hey, Big Mar, Big Mar, yes. hey, go yes, put sir. the tea on the. Uh, hey, go put the tea on the kettle, man. I want to sip some, bro. I got you, dope. I don't want to hear this. Whatever, call a friend. 
Anyway, so. <laughs> All right. You Yo, just call a friend. So, voice. There was um, there was a big matchup this weekend, right? A lot of people were looking at it. A lot of people were interested. Really, they were interested because somebody was talking big, big spicy talk, right? We're talking about Kobe Covington coming out with the MAGA shirt, right? Getting everybody riled up. They couldn't wait to see this dude take a L. And um, I don't want to spoil it. What happened? Well. There's no spoiling. As you stated, they've been waiting for him to take an L, and he took the L. Now, to his credit, his jaw was broken in the third round. He came out and arguably won the fourth round, yet succumbed to uh, succumbed to the blows in the last round. And uh, honestly, I think it's a bit of poetic justice that his jaw got broken because he was talking so much. I mean, this man said that Usman's former manager who just died, <coughs> maybe not even a, a full year ago, was going to be watching this fight from hell. This man said that Usman's father talked about his father being uh, a criminal because he was locked up. However, he was locked up when he, he told the story, Usman did, on a Joe Rogan experience, how they let everybody go as far as this was concerned. It was a business deal that uh, went bad. They were not doing the things they needed to. It was an uh, ambulance business. Weren't quite doing the things they needed to. The case had been thrown out. It was the people working for him that were doing the wrong. Not him, he was an owner. They let the people working for him that were doing the wrong go and put him in jail for what? I think about 12 years. That was back in 2009. He's still in prison now. Still in prison now. And then said that uh, he, he said that the reason that Usman and his brothers got into school was because of the money that was stolen through what his father had done. When every single one of Usman's uh, family members that went to school that he was talking about got there on scholarships, on athletic mm. scholarships, on the the back, wow. on their own backs, and the work that they put in. So saying yeah. all these things, just being outright inflammatory and really playing the alt-right poster boy. You know, he, he was a tiki torch carrier. Um, yeah, pe people were looking for the fall and. Uh, it came in in grand fashion. Does he really feel like that, or is he? Is this shock value? Was this? Does this feel like more like shock value? Uh, authentic, right? Is he? Or was he trying to be the new Conor McGregor, just trying to get under your skin, knowing that it's going to bring more eyes to the fight? Yeah, not not well, as much the new Conor McGregor as the new Chael Sonnen. Um, you know, I want to talk this big talk, get you riled up, and then have you want to see my fight. You have to see my fight because of all the buttons that I pushed. But he pushed buttons so far that in his own camp at American Top Team, they don't want anything to do with him. You got two fighters in that camp that have told him it's on sight when I see you. You look green light. Wow. On sight, bro? On sight. And, and one of them hey. was his former uh, roommate, and best friend, Jorge Masvidal, who's on top of the game right now, 
as far mm-hmm. as fights are concerned. Yo, bro, I got a question. Um, cause you cause you mentioned in the video, which hey, make sure you check out reaction time with the voice, man. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe to this video and like like and subscribe to the next one. But anyway, um, bro, when you were talking about like uh talking about like uh he created this persona about him with uh the whole entire magazine, going on the Candace Owen show going on the uh, Candace Owen show and um and 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 telling people that he created it just to get people in the seats man i want to get your i want to get your thoughts on that right there uh like how do you feel about him creating that persona and and then on top of that talking the mess that he's talking to to fighters like this i'm not mad about the persona because mma is so akin to professional wrestling you really have to have that persona you have to have some kind of gimmick or shtick uh unfortunately to really make it and make it big you look at uh fighters such as demetrius johnson who arguably is the greatest of all time got no respect absolutely no respect had won the championship like 11 times in a row but nobody wants to see him fight because they don't like his personality so in order to stand out, you have to do something to stand out. So creating that, I don't have a problem with. I have a problem with the lines that he crossed in doing so. He could have still come up with something and not been so, just so utterly offensive. That's where the issue is. He became so utterly offensive. And he said himself that he was getting tired of it, that it was an act. He was kind of getting sick of it himself. But then double down after losing, talking all kind of crazy stuff uh, about the uh, the the referee who called the fight. I mean, just mm-hmm. it's sad. It's sad. And what's even more sad, which I do uh, touch on in the in reaction time, is that he took it like a punk. He did wow. not take it like a man. As soon as the fight was over, he he's running out crying. <laughs> <laughs> knocking over uh, little little ladies, trying to take pictures. They trying to capture them over, <laughs> knocking them over. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. No, it's too much. It's too much. You should just shut up. Should have shut up. You should. Hey, you shouldn't have been talking mess. You shouldn't have been talking. <laughs> You're listening to MTMV Sports with Rick Sincere on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop. God's Word Amplified. I've been through a lot in my life. I know. I guess it's my lot in life. Yeah. Folks, they rock with you, then they turn their back, and they salty. I'm kind of like lot in this life. Look, man, I just stuck to the code. Yeah. I just been real from the go. I done bought sneakers and sold yeah. them for thousands of dollars. Yeah. One thing I won't sell yeah. is my soul. No. I turned over new leaf, now I'm feeling great. Uh-huh. Instead of bitter, but my changes are real or fake. What? Before I rap, I did finance and real estate. What that mean? I know how to put you in your place. Yes, Look, sir. Drew Woman say no cap on the record. Everything I spit is facts. Ain't no cap on the record. The president, I've been my pants like it's cap on the record. Still taking it in bread like a cap on the record. Stop. I used to live for opinions of people yeah. that did not give details yeah. about me. Success yeah. from they got me when yeah. I lose, they doubt me. They stopped yeah. in the Johnny. My way yeah. is your Johnny. Your kids, yeah. you should tell me. I broke yeah. through your offense and plans yeah. after day me. I'm clowning. Yeah. I see all you yeah. live and I people your kids yeah. and your energy yeah. up and I don't want you around me. Oh. I took all of the pain in the past and the memory that hurt and I broke it all down and I put it in a bullet and I loaded up the clip and my mind took aim and I rang at the little gangs and the little gang that was in my brain. They ain't the same. Blew them out the frame. Trying to play games because I had to change. Gave it all the God and the 
1991 was so pivotal It's like a lifetime ago that I knew Mama was looking good, daddy was scoping The outcome was me in two months For daddy that just was too much But mama she loved me too much She took that 200, told him she would leave it He told her forget it, I'm with it, you with it Hold up, now that I'm here, don't get caught in that light If that boy think he dare, humble yourself before you catch a pair Fruit of the spirit, he made it appear like Oh my god, oh my god, hit him with the flow I got Then I pop, spill it to my body, go drop it to finish an infinite product like Oh my god, oh my god yeah, shout out to Cannon, he told me to treat the flow pressures with pressure. Hey, yeah, don't be a diamond up on a white sheet, they forget about your message. Hey, yeah, only the real survive, I feel like I'm built to ride. Hey, yeah, load up that 45 and light up that other side. Let me add him, ayy You know how I begin when talking about my freedom Freedom and a leader who coming in and is seeding Everybody want to lead him, I treat him, I intervene him When I feed him, then I rip with the venom I lead the weapon, the pen and the pen and pep it Defend it, the venom, benefit infinite And a heavenly intimate with my living I reminisce What did I get from the past life? Oh, oh my God, oh my God Hit them with the flow, I got that Ayy, yeah Oh my God, oh my God Hit them with the flow, I got that Ayy, yeah Hey, yo Every day with the pen, I was lettering, knowing I was better than those I was measuring. Saying to myself, I just want to be the one you can't define, you can't deny. Stand behind the pantomime, the harvest mind, like pace of time, and I'm not looking too crazy. My father had a better plan when I opened up a lady, man. It was clear that I was born again, ready to fight whoever's questioning. Hold up, wait a minute, bag it up, let me spin it. Yeah, Robin Hood with the crossbow, the apostle with the knife flow, taking out the hostile Shouting from the hill with Lauren killing them softly. You marble let my venom win, I'm spilling that coffee. See, I'm nobody's fool as Whoopi and Tigar. Black Moses with the tablets, yes, yes, I'm a believer. See, I ain't so for real, but ain't no lines of these blurs. Spirits roaming like Santana when I deliver these words. I get this feeling in my core when I praise every day. And then I hit it with a little bit of rhythm, like my, my, every way. My God. Yes, be honest, K.A. brought the heat. This money in the bag, I'm Chester Cheese. Used to break it down, roll it up. Christopher Reeves was all about that pizza. Dough cheese, no, that was a metaphor. Iron shop an iron, tell me what you want a metaphor. Still not the one to meddle with. Turn the street dude to settlements. Guess the impact is settling. I'm starting when I notice I hated myself. Reflect God, this greatness. Say to yourself, stay in your lane. Shadow, don't get ahead of yourself. I'm a dream junkie. I said to myself, I don't care if John gives me the stamp or not. The fireworks, July 1st, random pops. Black and I'm proud. That's belief on my melanin. Lance Armstrong spent my whole life pedaling. Y'all ball out. I'm giggling, really, it's rivet and really with the universal pain the city is God flow. You hear me clearly. If it ain't from the mud, ain't no getting it with me. I'm blessed. Got you perplexed. I am not stressed. I never regret. One has he a set. Just go a day next. Red dot, that's the headshot. Like, blah, 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 blah. Don't go nowhere. It's MTMV Sports with Rick Sincere on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop, God's Word Amplified. Holy ground. I was looking for the truth, thought I had it on my own. Mama praying for me while I was in the streets, not at home. I ain't want to hear a word. I was all up in my zone, drinking liquor like it's water, having gas as cologne. I was smoking now. Know what's up? That be telling them blow it up. Make my money, then roll it up. Match a 
how you should live and he will give you what you need, yeah. 48, 48, 48. the anomaly and you're listening to the station that's blessing the nation gh3 radio god's house of hip-hop keep it locked right here you are listening to mtmb sports as a good book says uh you will reap what you sow and he is reaping uh, a, a harvest reaping the beating uh, <laughs> yeah re- reap the beating <laughs> definitely because because usman he said i did this for the world You've been talking bad about other countries. You've been talking about bad about different people groups. I'm doing this for the world. And for the world, he shut him up. 
And we are grateful. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we got to talk about this, man. So there's um, hey, there's something actually happening down in Miami, and I know you know for those people who are living in Florida, not used to this kind of stuff. But right now, there is a team being successful um in Florida, and that's the Miami Heat. <laughs> and the Miami Heat are doing something this year that honestly we haven't seen them do in a while. I've heard multiple people say they have not been this excited about the Heat. Marv said it earlier. Stephen A. Smith said it on his show. They have not been this excited about the Miami Heat since LeBron left. Right? They are <laughs> the voice in his eye roll. There are um. Classic. a lot going on with the Miami Heat right now but to be honest which some people don't even know because there's so much off they're so off the radar this year because they don't have the stars that everybody else have a lot of these big um time teams right now have at least two stars they really don't they just have Jimmy Butler somebody please tell me what is happening in Miami and, and why they've been so successful I don't know man I feel like these young boys like Kendrick Nunn Tyler Hero and I feel like, you know, they're going to get rid of that weight. Deion Waiters, man, he is definitely trouble. He is definitely dead weight on that team. So when they get rid of him and drop him, I feel like they can make a good trade for like Chris Paul or somebody. And they're going to get that other solid star. Oh, here come the voice. I know. I know. <laughs> but uh, Jimmy Butler doing his thing. They number four in the East. Being successful, man. And like you said, Rick, no other star help. Jimmy Butler really doing it by himself. But I feel like they're going to get another good piece. When they trade for somebody. And like I said, I cannot wait for them to get rid of Deion Waiters. And for other players like like Dragic to come back from injuries. It's going to be nice. Like I said, I feel like they can make some noise in the playoff. And they're definitely my sleeper in the East. So. Man, um, well, I, I'm sorry. I got a quick question. Go yes, ahead. You said getting Chris Paul. Now, you said the only person they got, the only somebody they got mm-hmm. is Jimmy Butler. And we know, I mean, the the book is out. It's been written on Butler that it's got to be his way or it's going to be uh, uh, just hell and fire and brimstone to pay for the other players on the team. Why would Chris Paul come to a situation like that? I don't know. It's been rumors that they said they're going to get Chris Paul. I don't know if he's actually going to go there. I just heard the rumors that they could trade for him. And I understand what you're saying, voice, because Chris Paul it has his own personality yeah. issues to deal with, right? Yeah, he does. And he's he always does. been he's always been one of those guys where um, you know, he, he either got along with, with the squad or he didn't get along with everybody on the team. And when he didn't get along, right, he would force his will a little bit. So now if you have a Jimmy Butler who likes to have his way, a Chris Paul who likes to have his way, I can see a potential clash there if they get together. However, um, I also see another little bit of an issue, right? Because they do have Dragic. I don't know if they, you know, go out and get a Chris Paul, even though it would be a clear upgrade, right? Um, at least in some people's mind to go out and get a Chris Paul. But you have Tyler Hero, you have Kendrick Nunn, like you said. You seem to have a bit of a good squad. Why? I, I don't know. You know, would you mess up chemistry a little bit going out and getting a Chris Paul? Well, I'm, I think that's the thing about basketball, man. We we so we are so fixated on the stars that we have now that we we don't want to develop and make new ones. Um, like like uh, like we're trying to go out there and get a, a no name. I mean, not a no name, but a, a big name and bring it to a market or whatever. I mean, you got a big name. You got Jimmy Butler, and then now they now they creating they creating uh chemistry there. So you don't want to ruin that chemistry. You want to see what you can do with that. Um, 
Like I like I like what Tyler I like what Tyler Hero's doing, and I like what, what, what Kendrick Nunn is doing, and, and I mean they're they're valuable pieces to the team, and you know they're 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 making it they're making it a little exciting because like right now they're nineteen eight, in uh they're fourth in the East, and you know you're you're in, you're in a good position as far as being in the East, and you know you're being talked about. I mean let's see how the, let's see how the season goes along with the guys that you have. Now uh, I don't know when the trade deadline is. What's one trade deadline is that after? Um, that's after February, after All Star break, after All Star break, so in February. So mm-hmm. let's see what we got now. Let's see what we got now. Let's see what happens after Christmas Day. And um, yeah, like I said, let's see what we got now, man. I don't want I don't want to mess up what they have because I'm 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 enjoying what I'm enjoying what I'm seeing right now on the on the court. The NBA trade de- deadline isn't until February sixth, so they have a lot of time. Um, to discuss this and, and to figure out, you know, which route they want to take uh, with, you know, with the teams that they now have. I, I feel like if people are talking about them like this, if they're on people's minds to this degree, I feel like this could be something different. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like this could be something different. Now, what I haven't seen in a while is a team without multiple stars, right? Well, I'm sorry. My bad. I have seen it. I just saw it in Toronto. They had one major star and they just won the championship, right? And they created mm-hmm. stars. They created stars. So actually, this could work. I, I take it back. This could work. And we can see what happens with uh with the Miami Heat this season. All right, guys. So um we're gonna wrap up a little bit. I do wanna hear from Will. I, I wanna know um what's going on. We have Will here. I need to know what's going on with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um and and, and what is <laughs> nah, don't be like that. It's okay. I need to know. I need to know what's going on with the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> and who stands with with Mahomes back um, with a, a bit of a healthy team. Who stands in their way when when you think about people coming out of the AFC? Like who stands in Kansas City's way? And if they had to, actually, I'm gonna ask this very direct question: If they had to in the AFC Championship game, I let all y'all answer. If they had to, right? And I'm gonna ask Will first, but everybody else can answer. AFC Championship game. Baltimore versus the Chiefs. Who comes out of that the winner? Be honest with me, Will. Who comes out of that? I'm definitely gonna be honest with you. I think the Chiefs because we've already all right. You know we've already beaten them twice. Like Lamar, he has what 16 and three, and and two of those three losses are to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And so the Chiefs can already we've already beaten them. We kind of um in the last game that they actually played at Arrowhead, I believe. Well, this year, this season. It really wasn't as close as the final score would make it out to be. Like the Chiefs were actually blowing them out, and it was like two kind of miracle passes that L- Lamar threw up, and the receiver happened to to catch that kept them and actually kept them in the game. But um, I think both teams are better now. Like Baltimore's a little better than they were. They have Marcus Peters. They got um uh, Jimmy's the corner, the Jimmy Smith is that his name? Yeah, other cornerback. So they have him back, <clears throat> but also. The Chiefs defense has gotten a lot better. Their secondary is better. Um, the run, our, the only thing that I, I would be concerned about may be the run defense, but I think uh, Terrell Suggs, us picking him up, he plays good against the run and he sets the edge. That's one thing he can do. He may not be able to pass rush as well due to you know, him being older and he's not the, the young Terrell Suggs that he was, but he can set the edge and help out in the run game. And we've done a little better in the run. And the Chiefs are like, they have like a top. 10 defense and scoring now they're only well 
actually um we're only allowing 11 points in the last three games and seven day teams only scored 17 or less in the last four games so i believe the the chiefs are kind of like the baltimore's kryptonite right now you know what i'm saying we kind of know they're they're familiar with each other and actually the the baltimore balled out in the run game when when we and we still beat them like mark ingram was eaten <laughs> so Will, we were together yesterday when y'all got Terrell Thugs, right? When yeah, when the Saints yeah. picked up Janoris Jenkins, um, who that? And then while when you guys are uh, when the Chiefs, I, I know, but when the Chiefs got um Terrell Thugs, your main concern yesterday, and, and let me know if, if you've you know got an update on that yet. But your main concern was, will he play for y'all? Because he said he stated, "All right, I want to go back to Baltimore, and I'm not sure I'll play for anybody else." The question is, is he going to play for y'all? Have you heard anything yet? Have you gotten any updates? Has he agreed yeah, yeah. to come and show up? I definitely been checking on that because, you know, I was looking for that. I think um, I think Suggs was being strategic in that to make sure that uh sorry team didn't try to pick him up. <laughs> so if you say that, then like other teams that know they don't have a competing chance or they're not in the playoffs, uh, we're not going to put in the waiver because we're not even going to make it to the playoffs. So. Um, the four teams that put in waiver claims were actually contenders. You know, the Saints were in there. Yes, yes. Um, uh, it was us, the Saints, Titans, tight. Was it the Titans? I know it was top. They were all contenders, and we had. And the crazy thing is, we had the worst record at twelve and four, so we got them. <laughs> and so it was a good pickup, man. But he said that he will go ahead and report to the Chiefs, and so he's uh, he was scheduled to uh, get there this evening. And so I think he's going to report tomorrow because they were off today. So they have practice tomorrow. So it'll be interesting just to see how they utilize him. We've lost two of our defensive ends, and that's why we had to pick him up. Uh, we lost Okafor to a torn pectoral muscle. And then we just, well, recently, and then we lost Emmanuel Ogba to a torn pectoral muscle. So we losing guys on that D-line. And so that was a good pickup for us to get some of that experience. And he has that leadership, you know. All right, and you got the 10 and 4 right now. 12, and, yeah, 10 and 4. Yeah, 10 and 4. And you've locked up um the AFC West. Mm-hmm. So no more competition there. So we will be on the lookout, man. We'll see. And um I just hey, just quick question, Marvin. How you do you think if Chiefs, Ravens, our AFC championship game, who comes out the winner? Just real quick. Honestly, man, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs because of Andy Reid. Because he's gonna come up with that game plan. I don't, I put nothing past Harbor. Harbor's a good coach. Lamar Jackson, of course, is incredible, but Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, them three right there is just the chemistry, and I feel like uh, Terrell Suggs will help that defense. So it's just gonna get better and better. And like I said, for you to for you guys to hold the Patriots to like what sixteen points that game, mm-hmm. defense played good, man, and they've been proven week after week after week. So honestly, Reek. I feel like the Chiefs will go to the Super Bowl. That's just my honest opinion. Shout out to the Honey Badger. Shout out to the Honey Badger. So, <laughs> I, I, I think it will be Chiefs and 49ers in the Super Bowl. That's okay. It's not going to be because of of, uh, of the play calling of that man you talked about. Only thing he knows how to do is choke in the big uh, game. He's about to bring up his championship record because it's not stellar. He's been a lot of championship Andrew. games and have not come out on top. But anyway, um, um, y'all remember stays with the Philadelphia Eagles. Y'all remember that, right? Even if it's time with the Chiefs, y'all know he don't come out of those games as winners a lot. He's only been to the Super Bowl one time. All right, um, talk to me, Conrad. What you got out of that? Who wins that one, Baltimore or Chiefs? 
Um, will be more. Um, I think I think Lamar Jackson's playing at a high level. Um, and not only that, I also think that um, I also think that Harbaugh. Ten times a better coach than uh, Andy Reid. No, nothing against ten Andy. Times? Ten, time, ten times. Ten times. Just to me. Um, I mean, to go. To, he went. Hey, look, to go to the Super Bowl. You know, be the hot San Francisco team with you know little to nothing on on offense. And then you know, I mean, his defense is straight. But like, like, uh, and then like, you know, he has to play. In the, he has to. Uh, he has to compete in the AFC. You know, Andy Reid could not do anything in the AFC until he got Patrick Mahomes, but he was trying yeah, to work with, like, quarterbacks <laughs> and all that other stuff. And then when he was in the NFC, when he was in the NFC with McDonald and McNabb, which, to me, is a garbage quarterback, because Michael Vick made him a lot made them a lot better, you know what I'm saying? But McNabb was a dark garbage quarterback to me because he couldn't. Oh, we gotta go. Sustain. McNabb <laughs> was garbage. But anyway, so yeah, so yeah, be more, be more all day. Thank you. And that's oh, all he I lost got. His football card. <laughs> we got to Bro. go. McNabb was a garbage look, quarterback. I look. I go against the grain when it comes down to like you know, oh, who is the great? Who is the great? But do to you me, tell the truth. The greatest, to me, the greatest mm-hmm. NFL football player of all time. It's Jerry Rice, hands down. No one. Okay. I mean, if you are, don't have me. Do you want to pay me? You know, come see me. Conversation. Big trust. That's a different conversation. What? Hold up the conversation. Right. Hey, yo, you said some outrageous stuff. I, I got to edit that out. All right. Anyway, so. I'm the editor. Wait, hold on, hold on. Everybody, everybody that watched this, I'm the editor. I edit, I don't edit nothing out. I don't edit me out. Y'all know gonna the, get some weight. Know the facts, but on the podcast, you will not hear that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank y'all so much for joining us, man. We're gonna go ahead and sign out. Um, all right, but you know what? This time we'll do it a little bit different. Marv, go ahead and sign out. Tell people where they can find your stuff, bro. To find my other podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I'm gonna put some more distributions out on social media. So I appreciate y'all again. Give the name of your thank podcast. You. Uh, Mac Talk, Marvin C. Will Smith, talk to us, bro. What's the name of your podcast? Yo, yo, it's uh, Will Smith. It's red and bold, baby. Red and bold with your Kansas City football. Cheers. So, bet, yeah, bet, man. Bet. Yeah. All right, Conrad, talk to us, bro. Where can we find your stuff? All your videos? Where can we find stuff? All right, everything on uh, YouTube. Uh, find everything on Apple Podcasts, uh, audio version. Um, be tuned. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Be tuned. Tune in to um, the voice. He uh, has a reaction time out there. You know, I was I was happy to make that for him. Also, man, look for, look for Rick Sincere's reaction time soon. Um, and also, man, continue checking out season two with the Baby Rattlers. Uh, we don't have anything new coming up, but uh, check them out. If you're a college coach out there, please. These young men need to get in school. Please. Bro, somebody won defensive player of the year, right? Yeah, man. Land, Landon, Landon Barrett, a.k.a. Lando Bando. He has won defensive player of the year from the Tallahassee Quarterback Club. He's also recognized. He's a three-star athlete now. Uh, one, of the, one of the top tier linemen in the country. And I mean, it's just getting started, man. We we put put muscle on that boy. Hey, sophomore, started. senior, what, junior? He's a junior. He's a Bet. junior, and so he's going into every camp this year with a target on his back, man. He's going. He said he's going to go to every camp this year, and he's going to get he's going to get five stars. 
I bet. Voice, man, tell people where they can find you, where they can find your stuff. All Ooh. Things MTV is where you can find me. Uh, not trying to rhyme, but you know, it just happens sometimes. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, MTV Sports, uh, whether it be your social channels, uh, you're looking for podcasts, videos, whatever, it's MTV Sports for all your fight night news from your fights corresponding. Your man, the voice. Awesome, y'all. All right, man. This is Rick Sincere, MTNV Sports. We out. God bless. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big. I feel like Pac. I shoot the shot. I'm coming in hot.